You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Okay, let me get one thing out of the way. Okay, I think I'm good. I'm not sure if you're good, but that's just the way this show starts. We're never sure if anybody's good. And welcome, my friends and listeners, to Geekiest Show Ever, episode number 124. And this week you will hear not Mark Greentree, but you will hear Mr. Mike McPeak. Mr. Greentree is not feeling well. Matter of fact, the poor guy, he, he has managed to infect his entire family. So they are all under the weather. So. Yeah. You know, I think we need to start a fund and send some antibiotics down there or something or warmer clothes or a health plan or something. Well, now, Mark's going into summer down there. Okay. Well, he's got no excuse then. Yeah, I mean, it's late. So when we hit September 21st in in this hemisphere, we start fall. He will start spring. So, and, and you know, he and I have talked multiple times on the show about what's relative. I mean... To them, 40 degrees is very, very cold. Wimps. <laughs> Good grief. When it gets to 40 degrees here, we start wearing our shirt sleeves. Uh, well, hey, uh, I, well, you know me. I go outside in the snow in my shorts and a T-shirt. So, Well, I don't go that far. But, uh, yeah, when spring rolls around and hits 40 degrees, we're all like a bunch of crazed idiots running around going, Yay! Because you know, it, it's warmed up outside, and this, that that evil, ugly snow is melting. Um, oh, snow is gorgeous. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll differ on that opinion there, but um, yeah, it would be gorgeous if I didn't have to shovel it. But I think I've rehashed that a couple times. But uh, yeah, so when it hits forty here, we're we're fairly happy. So now, actually, the temperature here got down to. I don't know, it must have been 50-something. It was good sleeping weather. Pull up a couple uh, blankets and kind of snuggle in, and you actually slept pretty good the last couple nights. Blankets? What are those? <laughs> well, it's those silly little things that we use to keep warm up here, but, you know. Oh, actually, yeah. it got uh, cool enough overnight here last night that um, the AC didn't run at all, and I think it dropped down to about 68 here in the house. Or maybe, no, 66. So I was perfectly comfortable. I had the fans going, so I was cool. But everybody else was kind of <laughs> cool in the house. <laughs> well, it wasn't too bad last night. I mean, we didn't, uh, like I said, it was, it was comfortable. You could lay down in bed and just kind of not have to worry. I actually, I kind of like to have a little weight on me when I'm sleeping. Like, you know, we didn't get a quilt out yet, but you had a second, um, you know, blanket on there or something. So you just kind of felt a little, little weight, little, you know, felt kind of like a cocoon. It makes you feel comfortable and secure. So, okay. Now I've got this picture of you cocooning and then there's the old people and there's a whole nother picture that we already made it mental picture in my head. You, you are always complaining <laughs> about the mental pictures I give you. So, Hey, I try. I know, but uh, now the the only problem here is it's been so dry of late. I mean, it's, oh. we haven't had hardly any rain the last three weeks. That, that's about us. We actually had a little shower yesterday, um, and um, otherwise, yeah, it's been pretty dry around here. Now you go a little further west, like out to Colorado, out there, and um, I assume you've been uh, following Jeff Gamut's pictures that he's been posting from. Colorado out there and the floods going on. Oh my god. Well, you know, I have to admit I was I was a little bit of heads down this week with work cuz work was extremely busy. And um but then when I caught up, I guess it was Friday night or Saturday morning, it was like, "Oh my lord." 
you know, it was just it's just awful what's going on out there. Well, I kind of make it a point to not watch the the news because it's uh, just kind of depressing. But um, and it, the news will go on whether I know about it or not. So I didn't know what was going on until I started seeing Jeff Gamut's uh, tweets and his photos that he was showing and the roads washed out. And I don't mean just like a little washed out, like there's a little groove across. I mean, we're talking like about a six, eight foot drop on one side where the river just kind of ate the road. Yeah, it's um I saw several pictures where the, uh, you know, it, there was one they were talking about in particular where it completely undermined the road before the road itself collapsed. I mean, it, you know, they did. It was one of those ones where you couldn't see it undermining the road until the road went away. So it's like, <laughs> oh dear lord. And then there was I showed they showed rescuing people where it looked like the road had collapsed under the vehicles while they were going across it. And I was like, oh, those poor people. So. Our hearts and my prayers go out to all those people affected by this awful thing. Yeah, I'm sure if they could share some of that water, they would. But that's not the way Mother Nature goes. You get what you get, and you have to learn to deal with it. But, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a terrible situation out there. And, um, yeah, I guess that's one of the things about living in the mountains. They kind of expect that, but probably not to that kind of scale or that kind of degree. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I, although I did, I did hear something they were talking about, and and somebody's going to correct me. I know uh, there was a canyon out there where they had some terrible flooding. Um, that back uh, that this was the same area that they'd had some awful flooding back in the mid seventies. I think it was was the last time they had this kind of severe flooding, and I vaguely remember that from way back then, and them talking about it and reading about it on historical weather stuff. Because, yes, I do read historical weather <laughs> reports. I'm not really sure why, but I do. Well, and you see, we kind of had uh, that out in Rapid City, uh, South Dakota, back in, I think it was 1972, the Rapid City flood. But that was a dam that collapsed. But, I mean, there was a number of people that had perished. Uh, the uh, It did a lot of damage in town. It took a number of years before that got back to you know normal again. And they got a monument out there to that because I, I, I remember that. It was just one of those horrific things. There was cars floating down the road and, and everything. So, um, you know, different areas can have their, you know, can flood or have, you know, weather problems. Yeah, I think the worst floods I ever remember around here were uh, 1972 when Hurricane Agnes passed through or the remnants thereof, I guess. And then, uh, was it 1985, where we had a similar event to what uh, they experienced out there, where up in the mountains of West Virginia, they had like, I I thought they said it was like six <laughs> inches of rain or eight inches of rain in about 15 minutes to a half hour. And it was just, I mean, it just swallowed everything when it came down through there. So um, I, I, I really well remember that because I remember seeing them having to park train cars on the bridges to keep the bridges from, you know, full of coal to keep the railroad bridges from washing away. <laughs> yeah, you know, and if we ever have a flood around here, start building a arc, people, because we're we're flat out here. We don't have mountains. And for the water to get, you know, to rise up out here, there's got to be quite a bit of um, a water out there. So it would be like the second, you know, flooding of the earth if we ever got to that point around here. Yeah, not good. So, yeah, our thoughts are with all those affected by the floods, and, and bless you, and I hope everything turns out well for you. So, Mike, I have to confess something to you. Uh-oh. Do I need to put a collar on or anything? Or 
No, I'm just thankful you're dressed. We had that discussion before the show. Mike does podcast <laughs> occasionally nude, I found out. but Not know. nude, just naked from the top up. It's cooler that way. Naked from the top up. That's because you, I thought that's because of the lack of hair. Well, that too. But, you know, I'm the opposite of Jeff Gamut. I, I, he podcasts with no pants. I podcast with no shirt. Oh, so okay. between, between the two of us, one's fully clothed and one's naked. Okay, and I'm really not sure I want to see so either I, one. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he does either. So. My, my choices there are really not going to help me either one. Yeah, get out that podcasting barf bag, people. Jeff, I love you, but dude, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, no, I, I gave in to my addiction today and bought two more thumb drives. Oh, Kevin, 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 Kevin. Do we need to start a 12-step a program just for uh, thumb drives? It's you know it's highly possible, but they were such a good price. Well, no, you see that's just that, that you're just enabling the you're justifying your decision there to make this decision. So, well, um, but but well, honestly, the one I bought for a specific purpose. I have I've talked about on the show before. I have a Roku, and the Roku has a USB port on it. So I bought I had I think a 16 gig plugged into it prior, and I had videos on it that we could instantly call up and watch on the Roku. You know, don't have to stick a DVD in or, yes, I know, I shouldn't be using DVDs. I'm sure Scott, Scott, oh, I said his name. I'm sure the man who shall remain nameless would be yelling at me and all that stuff, but I do that. So I bought a 32 gig, I think that's it. Yeah, 32 gig, and here's here's even the ripped open package from it. Um that I that I bought to uh, put more movies on and plug in. So I doubled my storage on the Roku to bring a benefit to my entire family. Plus, I got to buy a thumb drive. Now, did, did you have any 32s laying around there? Anyway, we'll go on to... <laughs> sure, see? Well, but, they were, but they were in use. They had stuff on them. Right. I, well, no, actually, they do. I, the, <laughs> the other 32 does... I think I got one or two other 32s. I got a crap load of 16s and 8s. Um, I was actually eyeballing a 128. Ah, Kevin, Kevin. Any, any, okay. You know, what you need to do is they talk about building, you know, a, a cluster array for computers. You just need to figure out some way to build a cluster for your uh, thumb drive so you can plug them all in. So you would probably have the equivalent of a, you know, a, arrayed array there of, of thumb drives. All you got to do is just, you know, build a unit and plug them all in. You'd have an infinite amount of storage there. You know, I could actually probably back up my Mac, iMac two terabyte drive to the thumb drives if I set them up in a rain. But oh then, my. The, but then the other one I couldn't pass up. It was one of these microscopic little uh, thumb uh, drives, and I'm showing this to Mike, and I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. It's about the size of a dime, and it We're holds good. 16 gigabytes. Well, good grief! Don't sneeze. You'd never find that thing. Yeah, well, most of what you saw actually was the cap. Because see, if I take the cap off, then it gets even smaller. <laughs> oh my! You can shove that in the USB port and never be able to find it. Yeah. Well, you know what it reminds me of is uh, I don't know if you've ever used any of those USB mice, especially uh, what is it? Logitech has the oh, ones that, that have the universal receiver. So that's it's about that size, or maybe a bit smaller. But it was small and it held 16 gigabytes. I had to have it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're starting to sound like a five-year-old. But, Dad, I had to. 
They, they, they just called out to me. I couldn't resist. I have a reason. Well, now, we talked about a couple weeks ago, but here's my other th- most recent thumb drive purchase. Oh, my. Is that somebody or? That's Sheldon. Oh, okay. The likeness didn't suit him, but yes. maybe if I help if I blew your window up here. Oh, yeah, kind of. It kind of looked like maybe a refugee from Star Trek, but yeah, it kind of looks like him. Yeah, actually, what's he? He's got on his uh, uh, Flash T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. So I they have a Sheldon, a Leonard, and a uh, Wallowitz drive out. There we go. Which and it was funny when I went to buy that. I bought it at Radio Shack when it was on sale. I don't know, two three weeks ago. They tried to sell me an extended warranty on it. <laughs> oh, that's just so cute. And, yeah. uh, what uh, what a fifteen buck driver. Yeah, it was fifteen dollars, and they wanted an extended warranty. I think it was two dollars or something like that. I said, "Now nah, I'm good with it." I'm good with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those extended dry, uh, those extended warranties, they always kind of, um, they get you. Although I'm starting to wonder about, uh, you know, we'd mentioned it pre-show, and you, know, to, uh, you, you talked about you made your admission. Well, I'll make my admission. I finally uh, got myself my iPad Mini a couple weeks ago, and so now I'm wondering, should I be getting Apple Care for that, and then for the iPhones that we got? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. I'm under the opinion. I think with Apple, just because of the good luck I've had when I've had to use Apple Care, I buy it. And I, I haven't even looked in to see what the price is and how soon you have to buy it. Is it before the warranty is up or? Uh, I think it's just like everything else on Apple. As long as it's before the one year warranty is up, you can uh, you get it. But I think if and I guess I could look, but I'm going to be lazy, um, <laughs> just because I don't feel like opening another browser window. The uh, I think you only get an extra year though on an iPad or an iPhone. I think that's all you can buy. It's not okay. like a Mac; you can get two year two. You know, for a total of three, you can only get a total of two for uh, iOS devices. Well, and I get a little worried because I have heard about the uh, um, home buttons wearing out on some of those, and I thought maybe I, uh, if it would cover the cost of replacing that. Yeah, now I had um, Apple Care on my original iPad. I don't have it on the fourth generation one I have, and I didn't buy it on the original one until like a week before the uh, warranty was going out. So I delayed the purchase. I well, deferred uh, it. The home button, you know, especially on the uh, iPhone, certainly gets a workout, um, and so I'm a little worried about it uh, about it going bad, but. One of the things I bought when I got this uh, uh, iPad, and I got it through QVC, so it was a package deal. But it came with a little uh, keyboard, so the uh, iPad kind of forms a clamshell. And you can clip the uh, iPad in there, and then it just pulls out like that. And it's got little magnets. When you close it, it'll turn the iPad off. It connects by Bluetooth. And then you can, um, so it's got a little physical keyboard you can use. It's it's kind of small, and I'm not the greatest typist in the world to begin with. But um, it's not, I would rather use that, I guess, than the on-screen keyboard. The nice thing about that is that it has a, basically a home button on it. So that if you have the keyboard hooked up and you're using it, you can use that instead of the physical button on the iPad. So I'm hoping that that won't wear that one out very often, or as quickly. Well, you know, that's something, as much as I, I've got an iPhone 4, 
and I've got my original gen iPad, and I've got the fourth gen. And I have not, and of course, probably tomorrow my phone will go bad. I have not had any trouble with the home button on my uh, on my iPhone four, and I haven't had uh, any trouble on the original iPad. The biggest trouble I have on on my original iPad is, uh, it, or or any iOS device, touch device, is it doesn't always register my index finger on my right hand. I've had a little problem with the uh, iPad, uh, the, the iPad Mini. Uh, registering um, my finger touches sometimes. Sometimes I kind of have to touch it a little bit. Yeah, well, you know what they say, you're not doing it unless you're touching it right or something like that, or you're touching <laughs> it wrong or something. I don't know. We're gonna, But I'd, I'd be curious to know, you've been lusting, I should say, maybe not lusting, been yearning. Desiring. Um, you've been, you've been yeah, desiring and coveting an iPad uh, mini or a regular one for quite a while. What, how are you liking it so far? Pretty good. I mean, um, I had a, um, um Android tablet, and that one is kind of on the fritz right now. I am trying should try to get it fixed. It's kind of stuck in a loop where it won't finish updating. So I you know, had kind of a chance to compare the two, and I do like the iPad, but there is a few things about the Android that I wish was there, some of the, the sharing links, because you know, Apple and their sandboxing does just doesn't let everybody, you know, into the API to, you know, share information from one app to the other. And Android, you know, it is more open, but that does cause problems too. Uh, so I do kind of miss some of the being able to send information from one app to the other. Now what you kind of got to do is you send it to uh, usually Dropbox is the intermediate, uh, intermediate, yeah, go between um, for the app so i'll send it to dropbox and then the open up the other app and get it from dropbox or doing something like that but it would be nice to send them you know straight through or something like that so you don't have to uh, um mess around so much with it but uh i do kind of miss that but i mean i like it it's nice it's smooth it's fluid um it's uh and because the operating system is tuned to the, the device as opposed to android which is kind of like windows it has to be able to accommodate several different sizes of uh uh tablets and phones and everything uh, the ipad does run smoother it uh it's a lot quicker it's a lot snappier uh and but you know i'm really starting to like it i'm using it a lot for uh keeping track of things i've got a few uh apps on there one that i found that i'm really using for work a lot uh, and keeping it synced between my phone and my tablet is awesome note it's uh you can create um, notebooks in there it'll get pull in information from your calendar so i can have uh, i'll have uh, like several uh, notebooks here that i can uh, create so i've got because um, i'm trying to get in the habit when uh, i think of something at work like something that should be done a job that needs to be done or something that we need to maybe you know in the future do i'm trying to get myself in the habit of just being able to pull up my phone open up awesome note and uh, i've got different tabs in here so like jobs to do something that we need to uh, take care of but then i also got one called wish list you know when requisition time rolls around make out a wish list and hand it in and see if santa claus will grant it uh, grant your wishes or not and then just other information i need handy so i'm just trying to get to the point where i can use that and sync that information back and forth between the two programs. The uh, iPhone is nice because I carry it with me. It's handy. And uh, dictation in Siri is okay most of the time. Um, 
yeah, but when it gets it wrong, it really gets it wrong sometimes. But because uh, I remember one morning I, I was kind of laying in bed, I was going to make a note about something about uh, when I get to school, remind me to. And all it heard was something about uh, all it heard was like whore. And it said, no, Mike, there are no escort services near you. So um, when Siri <laughs> fails, it fails pretty badly. But uh, Siri's going to think I do have loose morals or something like that. But Maybe, uh, maybe that's what Allison was talking about. That's your loose morals on social media. You're tweeting about your. Possibly your, so. Uh, um, um, yeah, it's so like when Surrey goes wrong, it goes horribly wrong. But like I said, that's kind of the workflow that I'm kind of developing there for work so that I can just keep track of information. And I got it set up to pull in like calendars for sports and stuff like that. So I can kind of keep track of what's coming up and, and stuff. And just so I got, I, I'm, you know, I've, I've, I think I've said it here before. I want my Star Trek future and I want it now. I want to be able to have the information at the tip of my fingers. I want to be able to know what's going on. I want to be either able to access it or jot stuff down on there and have it sync back and forth. I like being able to send off emails. I'm kind of getting the people trained at work there that if you want to get a hold of me, if it's not something really super imp- uh, important, email me. And I got the really annoying, uh, I think I've got, what is it called, the freight train or the Doppler effect uh, um, sound effect on the phone, the the one that, you know, sounds like a passing freight train or whatever. So I know because uh, there's been a few times that emails come in and people looked at me and said, what is that? And so it's just an email coming in. But it's loud and annoying and unique, so I know when it comes in so I can check and see if, you know, that it's something that they're, you know, wanting to get a hold of me on. But, uh, yeah, so between that, uh, the iPhone and the iPad, that's kind of what I've been using uh, at work. And then at night, uh, it's kind of nice uh, when I'm home here. I've watched a few movies on it, a few television shows. Um, it's just, you know, easy to carry around the device. And, uh, I'm, and I've been trying to use it for a little researching, like for when I, uh, for, uh, like sci-fi tech talk or my, uh, my own podcast, when if I'm doing some research, I'll use it to kind of just, I can just sit back with my feet up and just kind of do some stuff and save it to like maybe pocket or to maybe box or something like that box.net and, uh, go back and look at the information later when I'm, uh, trying to pull stuff together, but I can just use it for, um, doing some research and trying and getting a few things together and then just watching, uh, something on there if I want. Yeah, I actually, I've been, I, I had kind of stopped using my for a while, but I've, ramped up more using it but one of the biggest things that i use mine for like you said is email it is one of the best devices for email triage you know you people can say what they want about mail.app or anything else and i happen to like uh, postbox which i use with my gmail accounts and all that sort of thing but there is nothing better than triaging email on the uh, ipad it works perfectly i can do it i'm doing work email my personal emails Boom, I can fly through them and be, be done and rolling in a hurry. And that's what I love to do. I've got the Mailbox app on there that I've been using for my Gmail account. And that one is pretty nice that you can sit there and either you can put it off till later, but just by sliding your finger one way or the other, if you give it a short slide, it'll uh, uh, save it till later. If you give it a long one, it'll delete it. If you go one direction, no, if you go the other direction a short bit, It'll put it in a list. If you go a little longer, it'll archive it uh, and remind you to read it later. Uh, it's not a bad app, um, and it was free. 
but it, it works pretty good for just doing that. You just kind of go down, okay, get rid of that, get rid of that. Oh, look at that. That one later, flick it the other direction. And so that works fairly good, and I got some lists there. So um, I have a couple lists there for, like, receipts I get for if I order something online. So I kind of got them in folders there. Yeah, that's been working pretty good for me. I'm not a heavy – most of the stuff, most email I get is, like, a lot of newsletter stuff and things like that. Not a lot of correspondence and things like that, but still stuff I want to hang on to uh, uh, just for whatever purposes, either tax purposes or to remind me to look at something later. Well, the best thing about checking your email on an iOS device, uh, whether it's a phone or an iPad or anything like that or an iPod Touch or whatever – is the little feature that's built into the operating system that if they send you a tracking number when you were talking about a receipt for something mm-hmm. you ordered, just tapping on the tracking number, it go, it knows what service to go to and pulls up the tracking information. I love that. <laughs> yeah, because I ordered uh, – we when we got our iPhones, we got Otter boxes, but we were going, well, they're a little thick, a little heavy, and I kind of would like to put mine in a dock at some point. So we ordered a couple new cases through Amazon, and they're they're cheap. They're like six, seven dollars each. But this one's got a little uh, kickstand. Yeah. Okay. So you can set it that way, or it's got another one that comes out this way. So you can uh, you can set your phone either horizontally or vertically. And like I said, they're not very expensive. If something happens to the case, that won't bother me. It'll protect the phone. Um, but yeah, it did have the tracking order in there, so um, we kind of wanted to know where it was at. So we just clicked on it, and oh yeah, it's you know over here. As long as you know they're tracking the information, not all of them do that. But um, yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, just so you can see where your packages are and know whether you should rush home to check or not. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's nice that it figures out that it's either uh, you know UPS or it figures out if it's FedEx or I even had it figure out DHL, which. God, please, people, do never ship me anything <laughs> DHL. Those people can't find most of Virginia, I don't think. <laughs> never had the experience here. Oh. We got we got one in town called Quickie, uh, Quickie Delivery Service or something like that. I don't know what their deal is, but uh, I never had to deal with them. But most of the times it's either UPS or uh, Postal Service, so or Lucky, I guess. Yeah, no, um, it, 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 can be, it, it can be quite the... Uh, challenge with uh, DHL, but uh, I don't have any trouble with the other. Well, talking about phones and stuff, what were your impressions of all the wonderful announcements that Apple made this week? Uh, It was, uh, oh, I don't know, stellar and colorful. Uh, I'm trying to think of words to start with S and C right now, but... uh, (laughs) Or like my tweet that I put out, uh, the the cookie phone, C is for cookie. Oh, yes, I saw that. I saw that. I, you know, the colored phones are kind of neat looking, and I, I see the point in them, but I don't know if I'd want one. I mean, I'm up to get a phone anytime, sometime real soon, if not now. But I'm not even sure that I'm going to change out my iPhone 4 yet. Well, I wasn't excited by any of this. Well, just considering that we got our iPhone 5s uh, about three, four months ago, yeah, we're you know, the, we still haven't wore the shine off these yet, so yeah, I wouldn't be considering it. And, and the stuff that they brought out, well, the fingerprint uh, uh, scanner would be nice, um, so that you wouldn't have to. I'm, when I at work, I don't really worry about it so much. I don't have a passcode put on, but it would be nice if uh, they get it to the point where, <clears throat> you know, maybe you could have like LastPass set up or something set up so that you just, you know, 
you could authenticate with your fingerprint. You wouldn't have to keep uh, typing in pass codes or, you know, like going to last pass, copying the number out. That, that's what I'm afraid is going to wear out the, you know, the home button on my phone is you go in the last pass, you copy the your username out, you go back to the app, double click, go back to the app, paste it in there, go back to the last pass, copy the password out, paste it in there, double click, go back. You know, that's why I'm afraid he's going to wear the button out on the iPhone 5, just all that double clicking. If you could just, you know, be able to authenticate it with your finger, that would be really good. Yeah, but you should be able to swipe up and do the, can't you do the swipe up on the uh, phone too, to switch I, apps? Uh, maybe. I'm pretty sure you can. Save your home button a little wear and tear and stress and strain. Maybe I don't have it enabled. I thought there was something. I know on the iPad, um, I should work on it. I got the swipes down for the uh, on the the trackpad I got for my uh, computer, but I should look at the swipes for the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah, because if I could save a little uh, uh, clicking on that stuff. Yeah, you should take a swipe at that and see what you can come up with. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Aren't we clever? Bada bum bum bum, or whatever it is. Da, 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 doesn't know. think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah rim shot. Yeah, there we go. Rim shot. Maybe I'll. Maybe in the edit process, I'll insert a rim shot there in the show. So. Ding ding. So. I had I had sound effects on here on one of my devices once upon a time, but I think I took them off. I, I've been toying with the idea of. Well, I would like it, but I don't know that I would use it that much. Getting a mixer, when I got my microphone, I seriously thought about getting a mixer so I could mix sounds in, but we don't do that in any of our podcasts, but that would be kind of cool to do. Yeah, you, well, there's also that, well, I don't know how well that application works anymore, Soundboard, the one guy uses on... Soundflower? No, it's called it's Oh, called so sound, sound. Board, it's called Soundboard, I think. Oh, with the sounds built in, yeah. Yeah. So you, you could always yeah. get that, and, and you could be just like Guy Searle. Wow. Crazy? Plus, you'd also have to grow about eight inches. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about that. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Vertically. Vertically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Uh, not that I know anything else about the other part. Oh, dear Lord, I'm going down a bad path here. Let's. It turn. just got suddenly awkward in here. Yes, let's let's... Let's turn the ship ever so slowly. Turn it to the right. That's it, Mike. Steer to the right. Out of the gutter. Why am okay. I saying that? I'm the one that's talking to go out of the gutter. Yeah. That's the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we got to go down that road once in a while. So. Yeah, we, we, we unfortunately have to stray down there. No, I was looking at all the phones. I like the, the colors kind of neat. The cases, though, that they came out with for the iPhone 5C were like... I don't want all that damn color mixed together. It's like, looks like baby vomit or something. I don't. I, well, I haven't looked at the colors too close. I guess they don't bother me a lot. Although when I got uh, when I ordered my iPad, I could have got choice of colors to the keyboard, and they had like pink and green and purple and blue. And Deb goes, "Why don't you get a blue?" I said, "No, I got basic black." But I thought that looked that looked better together. Yeah. You know, it kind of looks like a little uh, little netbook, and yeah, maybe it'll keep people from stealing it because they'll just look at it and go, "Oh, that's an icky netbook." They won't, they won't see the little Apple logo on there, and they'll just they won't steal my iPad. We'll put a picture of your face over the Apple logo, and that'll keep them from stealing it. Hmm. Either that, or they're going to think it's an awesome collector's uh, uh, edition, and they'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that one then. Why don't we? 
<laughs> we all have to have our delusions is what gets us through the day. Delusions of grandeur, whatever whatever floats right. your boat. But right. um but yeah, the that one just the weird cases and the punch outs and all that I guess as we've said, you know, when you and I have done this show multiple times, we're just two cranky old men, hey kid, get off our lawn. Mm-hmm. So but um yeah, I don't yeah, I- I don't think the five uh, C is aimed at us. I think it's probably the the kids, uh, the colors. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, you know. I wouldn't you know. I can't remember what the colors were. I don't think there was a was there a pink. Yeah, oh, there was. I I might get the pink just to annoy my daughter, but you know. Um, other than that, I don't think I would. But uh, uh, yeah, the colors I don't think were aimed at us. Basically, I think if I remember correctly, it was just basically the. The five uh, iPhone five in a plastic case. I don't think there was too much. Well, and then they'll have iPhone seven or um, iOS seven added to it, but yeah. so will a five. But but there's some. Um, what did they say now? There was there's some. They did make some improvements. I think to the antenna a little bit. Yeah the uh, the plastic goes over a metal frame, which also doubles as the antenna. So the plastic. You know, hopefully it'll it'll be stronger because it's got the metal frame and then and then you tuck the metal frame away from human hands that would you know block the the signal so it served two purposes strengthen the phone and serve as an antenna so there was that and maybe it would help with you know reception in some areas yeah that that's true that would be one thing but then the regular iPhones I'm a little concerned because they're they're moving away from black and I happen to like black iOS devices. Well, you know, mine, um, I put it in the case, my iPhone anyway, I put it in case you can't really tell because I don't want it to get damaged. So if I do trade it in, it's still got some good value. But yeah, black is nice. Um, like I said, Deb thought I should have got something colorful for my iPad. But, you know, black is a good solid color. Um, yeah, they are kind of moving away from that. And, um, you know, the gold, I guess it's not a terrible color, but I don't know that yeah. I would do it. Yeah, it's a champagne color, so I'm not sure if I would. I'm not sure if I would do that either. So, but uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of worried about that. I don't. I'm too old to get too colorful at this point in my life. Although, uh, I, I, I do have a uh, uh, bright green uh, iPod uh, Nano that I carry around, but it's in a black leather case. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh? And I've been considering. Uh, maybe getting an, uh, well, I should wait and see if they, uh, Apple announces something like next month when it comes to the iPods or something like that. Cause my iPod fourth generation 32 that I got here, it, it still works, but I think the battery, it's not quite lasting a whole day now. Cause I've had it about two and a half years. Uh, battery's not quite lasting the whole day. And I would kind of like the, um, something with a better, you know, camera in it. Although, you know, I got the iPad mini and the iPhone all have cameras in it. Uh, but just something, um, the battery would last longer because my iPhone, uh, is only a 16 gig. So I don't want to be putting a lot of podcasts and stuff on it. And that's why I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I was thinking if I got either the 32 or the 64 gig, um, the new iPod, um, and then carry that around to listen to, pair it with my Bluetooth uh, headset and use that to listen to podcasts and stuff with and then save my uh, iPhone for calls and, you know, so the battery doesn't run down on that. 
uh, and just kind of do it that way because I already carry one around anyway. Carrying around a different one wouldn't really matter that much. But I just kind of, you know, the bigger size, faster processor, kind of appealing to me right now. Well, it's very important to have a larger size when needed. I mean, you know. Well, yeah. It's it's always helpful. You always bat in a different range than when you have a larger size, so to speak. Well, yes. And then I would like to watch some video stuff from time to time. And, you know, again, I could do it on my iPhone 5, but A, it would take up space, and B, you know, the battery life. It's not that I have horrible problems with battery life, but um, I could get through the day with it. It depends upon, you know, how much I talk. Uh, there was one day I got a whole bunch of calls in, and by the time I got home after about, an, was it an 8? 10 hour day something like that it was down to about you know 20 30 percent it wasn't dead yet but um you know it was getting down there and so i just kind of like to preserve my battery because i use it for a lot of things i don't want that dying although i do carry a handy little uh battery pack around with me um i don't know if we if i showed that the last time we talked or not but i got this uh uh rav power battery pack and it's got a sd slot in the bottom and they in a place for a USB drive, if I had one, uh, <laughs> or a thumb drive. Um, oh, thumb drives. Uh, they're on sale this week. Uh. <laughs> so, so so says Kevin. Um, but you can plug that in there. So that's how you can increase your storage if you want to put movies or you know stuff on there. So you don't have to plug. Uh, you know, take space on your iPhone. But again, it's just kind of the battery thing. I don't know if I want to be running it that long and running them down. Well, my iPhone always makes it through the day, but again, I don't listen to stuff on my iPhone. Right. I um, I listen to stuff on my Nano as I'm driving back and forth to work, and it's plugged into my car stereo, So, and that charges it, too, or, mm. or keeps it from running down anyway. So I don't have to worry about that. My phone, you know, it's pretty much it's mail or phone calls or uh, texting is what uses right. the battery on my phone. So, Well, and for me, because I listen, because... Um, now that school has started and I don't have to be uh, talking to people so much, uh, I'll listen to about six hours or so of podcasts. So if I was to do that all the time with my phone, that would probably bring her down. You know, it'd probably bring the battery down pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, that would drain it pretty quick. Well, that's that's like my old original fifth gen iPod, it would be, it's like the iPod Classic. It was the first one to do video. That one, uh, the battery will only hold about I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes at a time, but the way I use it, it works fine. It's just sitting in a dock, and I've talked about that before, too, upstairs, and it's my alarm clock. You know, it's I go to sleep listening to a podcast, and no, Mark, I'm not going to tell you which one it is um, or which couple it is now, uh, but I, uh, I go to sleep and wake up listening to podcasts because that's what relaxes me and, and helps me drift off to sleep. Uh, a little quicker than normal so yeah and like i said it's just the, the podcasts um and audiobooks are just kind of my salvation when i'm at work there kind of keeps me from going well any bonkier than what i already am but and so i, I have kind of come to rely upon it uh uh quite a bit and so what i've been doing now is i just bring a charger to work so when i sit down for break i'll plug it in and charge it up but i don't know i guess i'm just kind of looking for a good excuse to move up to the uh the new iPod and uh, just with the bigger capacity and um, a bigger processor in there and and bigger screen. Yeah, I can't blame you for that. I, the uh, I wouldn't. I don't have any need for an, another shuffle. Uh, 
not shuffle. Another nano, and I don't have any need for another touch. But you know what I want? Another nano and another <laughs> and another touch. So. Um, I've been toying with uh, either an Apple TV or a Roku, and. <laughs> That's basically what I'm thinking is is a Roku. Uh, Apple TV would be nice, but I think if I got the Roku, um, I got a, um, a Linux machine over here that I put a Plex server on. So if yeah. I was to put the Plex app on uh, the Roku and put it upstairs, then I could access my stuff on the uh, drive down here, uh, have a, basically an entertainment media center on there. You could, I could access the stuff I have recorded and still be able to uh, um, watch stuff, uh, the, the streaming through the Roku. Um, I'm not entirely sure what... Um, can you get, like, TV channels through the Roku? Um, like you, ABC, B, ABC, CBS, NBC? No, not that I... Unless they've been added to the Roku channel store recently and I haven't seen them, no. See, that's the one thing I want to be able to access... Uh, broadcast TV shows. Well, that's you're not going to be able to do that through the Apple TV either, I don't think. Well, because um, I got downloaded some apps on the iPhone and the uh, uh, iPad, and that's why I was kind of thinking about Apple TV. If I could airplay it from those devices to the Apple TV, because I got apps on there for ABC, NBC, CBS, the major uh, networks, and then also... Uh, the, I had the Food Channel, but they wanted you to authenticate that you had a cable subscription. That's a royal pain in the butt. Uh, and a few other uh, cable channels have apps that you can watch shows on. Probably last, you know, five or something like that. But uh, yeah. they were all free, and you could watch them. And it'd just be nice to be able to watch them on a big screen. Yeah. The well, I mean, the two main reasons I chose Roku were one, it didn't require you to use an HDMI, and I know I'm a luddite here. I do not have a television that has an HDMI port on it. So Apple TV out the window on that case alone. But the other thing was that I liked was the ability that it, um, as I said at the top of the show, even though we were joking about my uh, thumb drive issue that I may or may not have, that uh, you can hook USB devices into it and stream content directly off of those devices. And that's, at some point I may end up just buying another, like a, 500 gig or a one terabyte hard drive. I just didn't want to have the extra cords and stuff laying around the because the Roku is such a nice small little thing. It's about the size of an Apple TV, and um, I didn't want to have. So it's nice to have a thumb drive plugged in with all those videos on it, and just flip over to the to the Roku and call up the videos, and boom, they're streaming, and you can watch it. Because that's what we did Friday night. We rewatched uh, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage. Mm. So. And, you know, I want something that um, Deb will be able to use. Uh, in other words, you know, you know, keep it simple. And the thing about the Roku is you can type in the name of the uh, uh, show that you're looking for and we'll search across. Because I have a Netflix account. I got Amazon. I'm toying with a Hulu account. Um, but if I could get something where it would be simple enough uh, that uh, – my wife could operate it, and we could still watch the shows that we want to watch. Uh, I would, I'd 
don't know if I completely dumped the cable. It might just go to our local basic channels or whatever. But um, unless we could get get them over the air, then I would dump it completely. But uh, I would just like to have something there that we could watch the stuff that we want to watch. And it would be nice to do it when we wanted it. Cause the other night we were sitting upstairs and I had the iPad there and I was kind of showing it to her, you know, trying to get her to the, think about it. And, um, we were just sitting there, we were watching episodes of who's line and, you know, getting her to think that, boy, you know, it'd be kind of cool to watch this stuff anytime you want to watch it. So, you know, I'm trying to plant some ideas in our head there, but, um, or maybe to get to the point where if, uh, maybe, um, if Apple does come out with some new improved iPads or something next month, hey, honey, let me give you my little iPad mini. I'll go out and buy a you know a, a new one or whatever the new toy is they come out with. And we could maybe just have our own personal little uh, television devices that we carry around with us. Yeah, no, that's good. Because it, you know, it's funny. Some people have asked me what I do with my original iPad. I still do a lot of stuff on it. I mean, I'll use it from sitting around. If it's the most convenient one, you know, it still runs the Twitter applications and all that, TweetBot and all that. But one of the other things I use it for is I have uh, some of the different streaming stuff. And if I want to stream, like, um, Revision 3, or if I happen to be watching um, the something on the Twit Network, and I want to stream that while I'm upstairs, I have a cable that I just plug into the bottom of the iPad. It not only charges it, but then lets me stream the video from the iPad straight to the TV upstairs, and I've got a streaming device right there, and it works really good for that. Hmm. Oh, that's actually an idea. So you just, it, does it go into the H? No, you don't have any HDMI. How does it go into the TV? Uh, what's the red, white, yellow? Is that component? Oh, or com- uh, uh, com- that's com- composite. Composite, is it, or component? Whatever, whatever. It's the red, white, yellow connectors. Okay. So it does, yeah. That's a uh, way that a person could do it, I suppose. If we get, a, you know, an iPad cheap enough, just keep it up by the TV if you want to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, it works perfect. I bought that iPad. <laughs> it's what four years old now. Yeah, it's four years. Be yeah, it's four years old this month. So I mean, I think that, am I right? Two thousand ten. No, it's three years old this month, and. Uh, or nine. Oh crap! I forget now. Anyway, it's an original generation iPad, and it works great for a streaming device like that, and you know, streaming content. And I think the Xfinity app will run on it too, because I have Xfinity cable, so I could stream stuff straight from the cable. You know, the stuff because I'm a ca- you know I'm paying for cable, so I could uh, stream stuff to it that way too. I hadn't thought about trying the Xfinity app recently on it. I should do that. Hmm. Well, because, you know, it'd be nice if we could just, uh, the on-demand appeals to me, because I'm always, uh, uh, Deb's always saying, you know, there's nothing on TV, and but, you know, we got, like I say, I already got Netflix, and I got Amazon, uh, there's lots of stuff to watch there, maybe even some stuff she would like to watch, but it's just kind of getting it away, um, in a way that she could, you know, consume it uh, without any problem. Yeah, and I, frankly, I've been using my Amazon a lot lately with much to uh, people, or much to my sad demise, this past week was the season finale on that would have been September twelfth, uh, I guess it was. Was the season finale of my d- beloved Honey Boo Boo, and Mama uh, June is now off the market. Oh, be still my heart. <laughs> well, what's the going market for a Mama June? Uh, not Do they very sell much. her by the pound? 
Not very much, actually. <laughs> I think a bucket of neck, neck rust, I think, is what she calls it. You can have her. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but uh, they had their wedding and, uh, or not wedding, commitment ceremony, excuse me. They had their commitment ceremony and that was the end of it. So I've been, consequently, I've been, I've been ramping up, because I'm paying for Amazon anyway, so I've been ramping up what I watch on the Prime. And uh, Mark and I have talked, I've been watching Under the Dome, which I kind of like. It's an okay series based on the Stephen King novel. But, you know, I'm going to lose a few geek points here. I'll take a few away from myself. I've been catching up. I had never, or if I did, I don't remember, watched Firefly. Oh, I get I get a few taken away from me because I watched it when we did a um, episode of that on, on Sci-Fi Tech Talk. I hadn't watched it before, and I've kind of gotten about halfway through it, and I have watched the Serenity movie. So uh, I can't say that I've watched all of it, but um, I have watched about half of the episodes and, and the movie. So uh, I'm doing okay there, and I should sit down and watch it. There's a number of those things I would like to sit down and um and rewatch and just see if they lived up to the way I remember them being. But uh, and and the, they're all the geek shows I should be watching too. Yeah, well, I want to. I'm gonna watch Firefly. I'm gonna f- uh, finish watching that, and then I think I'm gonna watch a show that I meant to watch when it was on, and I think it's off the air now. Ninety nine percent is Jericho. Have you watched? Oh, I, I'm aware of that is that uh, a nuclear or some sort of a catastrophe, and this town is isolated and yeah. Uh, trying to communicate with the outside world and find out what's going on and yeah kind of on the same uh uh, under the same uh genre as uh, under the dome is uh because that's what that's about it's a mysterious dome that comes down and encapsulates the town of chester's mill and uh what the residents are doing is they live under the dome so ooh, it's not the hubert h uh, uh metro dome either no, 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 no. Hubert Hubert H. Humphrey. Metrodome. No, it's not that. No. It's or not. as I look, uh, Hubert H. Or Hubert Horatio Humphrey Metrodome. That's what the H stands for. Mm. Say that 12 times fast. I can't even say it one time slow. <laughs> okay, well, then we won't have that. But I've been okay. thinking about going back and catching up on some other shows like that because really with the new stuff that's coming out this season – the only show that I've seen new, other than the couple that I've been watching, that I want to see is uh, Blacklist. Is that the one with, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, Spader? Yeah, James Spader. James Spader, there we go. Uh, that one looks interesting. Is he a Hannibal-like, uh, Hannibal Lecter-like character? Well, I mean, it kind of when you watch the preview for the short preview, it makes you think that, because... Because they show him being taken out of this box and he's strapped in. But he's not a cannibal, but he's a really, really bad, bad man. He's a baddie, baddie, bad man. So, um, <laughs> and he's a criminal mastermind or something like that that knows all these uh, other criminals. That's that's the blacklist, I think, that all these other other evil criminals he's willing to take over. And you're trying to figure out what he what his game is because he voluntarily turned himself in. So then you're trying to sit there and figure out what's his angle, what's in it for him. He's just not going to give up. There's something going on here. Yeah, so I'm going to – because I liked him in Boston Legal. Again, another show that I – didn't appreciate when it was on the air, and I do appreciate now when I get to watch an episode of it. Um, but I am going to try to watch that. But the rest of the the fall season, 
looks like a non-starter to me. I mean, I will be watching The Big Bang Theory. I will be watching Mike and Molly. I will be watching Two Broke Girls and probably Two and a Half Men, and that's it. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I thought there was um, I thought there was a couple shows that um, caught my interest. I'm going to try and see if I can talk in Google here at the same time. I thought there was a few that I was going to uh, try and keep an eye on and watch. Well, if you talk um, in Google at the same time, isn't that called gawking? And probably call call uh, called an accident waiting to happen or something or like toogling? that. Toogling? Are you toogling yourself? Well, that doesn't sound good, does it? I should have stopped. No. Okay, <laughs> Kevin, turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right, turn right, steer right, steer right, away from the iceberg, away from the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few shows I can't remember, and what I should do is um, I have a subscription to. Uh, was it? I got a bookmark because I don't go there that often, but I think it's um, TVRage.com. I think it is. So you can go in there and um, just click all the shows that you like, and then it'll create a calendar for you, and then you subscribe to the calendar. So I've got on my on my calendar here, this is just jam-packed full of stuff, not only school stuff, but it also has uh, when the diff- different TV shows are going to be on the air, uh, so when I, I know when to watch them. Uh, and I should go and put those new ones on there because otherwise I would probably just come home after work and forget to watch them. Um, and I can't remember if it's new shows. I know there are oh, one show, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wanted oh, to watch that. That looks at, Yeah, because that's carrying on in the vein of... Uh, the Avengers. The Avengers, thank you, which we just yeah. watched recently. And, and my wife, totally not being a superheroes or comic book fan at all, said that was cool she liked it she wants to <laughs> she she really enjoyed that movie so uh yeah we might have i might have to check that out that did sound interesting because it has the guy in there that died on the avengers right. movie they're gonna have to explain that one i don't know if they're gonna do a prequel or what they're going to do uh with that because yeah they did sort of kill him off in the last one not to spoil the plot for anybody but he's dead um well, he's dead jim out for a while so <laughs> well yeah if you haven't seen it now, people, it's your own problem. But, um, and I know that there are some returning shows that I would like to see. Um, Person of Interest, I kind of like that one. Um, with um, I know of that the, one. Right, the guy from Lost, I can't think of his name, and then Jim Caviezel. Uh, I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, one, uh, The guy from Lost, uh, or Linus from Lost or whatever, I can't think of the actor's name now. Um, he plays this super um, computer genius that invents this uh, system that spies on everybody. And he turns it over to the government, but the machine will spit out somebody's social security number. Well, then it's up to him, and uh, uh, the, the uh, Jim Caviezel is a retired um, CIA man or government man or whatever. So they track down this person to see what uh, you know is going to happen to him. They prevent that from happening. And I thought that one was kind of, they they do it well enough, you know. Sometimes the the, the plot may be kind of yeah. It's kind of the characters that um, that will save a show, and they got some decent characters in there. Well, you know, another show like that I watch occasionally. My wife's a huge fan of is Elementary. Oh yeah, I, I like it. I just don't make a huge commitment. And what freaked me out was I watched that show for a long time, and I didn't figure out, and I can't remember the actor's name, the one that plays Sherlock. Is the kid that played the starring role in the movie The Hackers, or Hackers, I should say. 
I've heard that one, and I got it. I don't think I've watched that movie, The Hack. I should go. Um, no, I don't think I've watched it. I should. Is that the one with Robert Redford in it? No, that's Sneakers. Sneakers. Okay. Okay, Hackers. I'm losing. Hackers Losing is, geek yeah, Hackers is Angelina Jolie. Um, trying to think, uh, Penn Teller. Um, crap, I'm drawing a blank on some of the other characters. And I love that movie because I had read the book uh, that it's based on. So uh, it's it's a pretty. What's the guy that does Scooby Doo? He's in it. Um, she plays Shaggy in the Scooby movies. I'm trying to think of his name now. I can't think of his name either. He was in the R- scary movies too, I think. Rutro Raggy. Rutro. But uh <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's in a, it's a good movie. I you should you should watch that. You'd like it, I think. It yeah, was, I think so. Um I'm trying to think of Oh crap. There's there's a few in that genre and I'm trying to remember Oh, I think my son's got does he have hackers or what's the other What's the one with Sandra Bullock in it? The Net. I think he's got The Net. I should borrow that from him, and, or maybe it's on streaming somewhere too. But um, I should, you know, I should watch some of those movies um, just so I can um, say that I have watched them. Yes, it would it would definitely up your geek cred. But I'll take away fifty geek points from Mark since you haven't watched the, the movies. Is that fair? Okay, yeah, uh, Mark can be the whipping boy here. I'm always good with whipping Mark, so. Okay. You know. Let's. Okay, turn right, turn right, turn right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, Johnny Lee Miller is the guy that plays the lead, the one that, that's in uh, uh, elementary. And what's the other guy I was trying to think of? Is it Matthew Lillard? Yep, that's the other guy I was trying to think of. He plays serial killer. And Fisher Stevens plays the plague. Okay. Well, and then you said elementary, and the one that I was watching was the BBC show that it's kind of based on is the Sherlock uh, movie with um, uh, Cumberbatch, um, the guy that was in the Star Trek In the Darkness movie. Oh, um, I haven't had a chance to see that yet. Um, yeah, um, I can't think of his name. Uh, his last name is Cumberbatch. I'm drawing a blank on his first name. Uh, but he did uh, the modern retelling of Sherlock Holmes. This one's set in England. Um, and like I say the elementary show is kind of based on that one. And I kind of like that one, too, because that's, uh, I like a good Sherlock Holmes mystery if they got the right person playing Sherlock. Sometimes they get some real duds in there. But this guy has got the, the arrogance and... <clears throat> I don't know. I think probably Asperger's um, symptoms uh, down good. The kind of antisocial, self-involved, uh, intellectual. I don't get what your problem is. You know, type personality. He's, he's got it down pretty pretty well. Benedict Cumberbatch. There you go. He plays yeah. Khan. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not going to go there. Not nope. going to go there. But uh, yeah, that's. That's another. That's one. That's a movie uh, on the DVD. Yes, man who shall remain nameless. I am asking for a DVD for Christmas. I will put it on my Christmas list. I want the DVD of uh, into in Star Trek Into Darkness. So, I I need to watch that. I yeah. If I the finances were a little bit more um, forgiving, I wouldn't mind you know getting a. I would probably go maybe a digital download, maybe a DVD, whichever the price worked out. Uh, for me on but um, just but I, I should watch it and I should catch up on a few of the um, 
newer Star Trek movies. I don't think I've watched too many of the Next Generation movies, so I should get up to speed on them, too. Somebody, uh, iTunes, I don't think they still do, had the whole... Oh. Had it all on sale for a good price to get the um, all the movies. Um, I thought it was yeah, like I, 50 bucks for all of them. I saw that deal. Like I say, financially, I'm just kind of looking at it and whimpering, but... Um, yeah, because I would like to have gotten that, but the money wasn't there to do it, so I had to let that one go. But yeah, that would have been a good one to uh, to jump on and do. And then another movie that uh, you know, a movie that I haven't gotten around to watching yet, but I will have to watch it this week is Avatar. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that either. I haven't I haven't had a chance, and I'm well, trying to figure out am, am I going to lose something by not seeing it in 3D? And the answer is hell no. I'm not going to lose <laughs> anything because I think 3D is a dumbass idea, but. I've never seen anything in 3D. We do, I don't know. I suppose the nearest 3D theater, I don't think they have it in Watertown. I don't know where I'd have to go to get to a 3D theater. So I uh, really have no reason to do it. But we're going to do Avatar next week on Sci-Fi Tech Talk. So uh, I'm going to have to sit down and watch that one and uh, get up to speed on it. So hope, hopefully I'll redeem some geek cred there. Yeah, well, if you don't, then we'll just take the geek points away from Mark. That's not a problem for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, okay. Um, the uh, but yeah, I've never seen it. We, you know, the I'm trying to think. I have seen some movies in 3D, and it just seemed pointless to me. I just I live in 3D, so I'm okay with watching my movies and entertainment in 2D. You know. Yeah, and you know the thing is, I don't know if it's me or what. I I know there are people out there that are just glued to the movie and they watch every bit of it. They're the one that'll see the boom mic dip down for that one millisecond in the frame somewhere. They're the ones that'll notice all these little inconsistencies somewhere. And I'm the guy that just kind of sits there and I'll kind of watch the movie, movie, but I might also be noodling with my iPhone or my iPad or something like that. Uh, I'm not watching 100%. I'm listening to what's going on. Uh, and if there's a really intense scene or something I know that might be kind of complicated that I need to pay attention to, I'll look at it. But I'm not one of those people that just stares at the, the movie continuously. So I really don't think 3D would be of any use to me. Yeah, I, I, I can't see it being of any use to me. And it, I, I actually think a lot of the newer TVs are coming out without 3D now, the more recent ones I've seen. Um, when I was recently in Best Buy, I didn't see near as many with... 3D, 3D, you know. So I think the fad's finally dead, probably. Oh, God, I hope so. I really hope so. That was just... And then they're, now they're talking about 4K, and I'm going, holy crap. Oh, and they're now affordable at only $5,000 for a two-inch screen. I'm going, what the hell are you people talking about? <laughs> well, if they get it to the price where I would consider buying it, 4, 4K might be more interesting than 3D would be. Because if you can have the higher resolution there so the picture looks better, I could maybe get behind that. But having artificial depth added to a movie, eh, color me unimpressed. Yeah, me too. I, I, I don't see it. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I looked at a 42-inch TV, I think it was. Yeah, it was a 42-inch today that looked fine to me. And it was finally at a price I consider reasonable. It was 3 Three eighty nine or three ninety nine in Best Buy today, so I didn't think that was too terrible, and that kind of put it in the ballpark. I think that was a Vizio or a Samsung. I can't remember. I thought, yeah, now you're in the ballpark of what I'm willing to pay for a television. 
Yeah, I mean, we don't go out and buy televisions a whole lot. Actually, what I'm using for a second monitor here hooked up to my uh, MacBook is a uh, flat screen TV that I wanted a, a, a janitor's uh, seminar, a 21-inch uh, 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 TV slash monitor. And, uh, you know, works pretty good for this. And if I want to, I can flip it over and watch TV on it if I so desire. But, you know, works pretty good for that until I can get around to affording a uh, – uh, a regular monitor to put on here, but uh, and then we got the uh, flat screen that we bought upstairs, but that's about three years old now, I think. Uh, otherwise, the TV that we watch in the dining room is just a good old tube type that's you know, I don't know, probably 10 years old by now or something like that. Well, all my TVs are tube type. Uh, well, no, I take that back. My daughter actually has a 19 inch LCD TV, but um. Uh, just because of the price point, that's what I bought uh, about a year or so ago for her because she didn't have a TV in her room. And uh, because of her surgery and stuff and being stuck in her bedroom quite a bit, I thought it only fair. And I got her a TV and a DVD player. But now the TV I have down here in the family room, it's a flat screen, but it's a flat screen CRT. So, Right. And we've got a couple of those. Uh, we got one that used to be upstairs. That was a 26-inch flat or a 26-inch tube type. Uh, that one's not too bad, but now uh, my mother-in-law has a, I think it's a 30-inch tube-type uh, TV. I've nicknamed it the hernia maker because that one you takes two people to haul that thing around. It sits there in the entertainment center, and we're not moving until we know where it's going. Oh, I know. The uh, one that used to be down here, and we took upstairs, it's in our bedroom now. It's a 27-inch it's a flat screen. This one has the the one down here has the curved tube, so it's not very deep. And I can lift this one out without any trouble. This twenty seven inch tube, the one up in our bedroom, I cannot lift. First, it's huge size wise, because it's uh, probably I don't know eight years old. Yeah, I'm guessing about eight years old, maybe nine years old. And this thing's huge, and it weighs a fracking ton. <laughs> I mean, and and that's not as heavy as I helped my neighbor. Uh, move a TV a few years ago. He had a 36 inch tube TV he bought when the, these were just as they were starting to be phased out because he got such a good deal on it. Oh my god, that thing! <laughs> it took three of us to carry that 36 inch television. Okay, boys, bring in the forklift. Well, it was in a, it was in a wooden crate on a pallet. <laughs> well, get a pallet jack and wheel her around. Oh my God! Well, we he got it up as close as he could to the porch on his truck. We got it off the truck and unpacked it there, and then carried it in, you know, and put it in. But it was all we could do. Three of us, three, three strapping men to lift a thirty-six inch television. This would have been, you know, like I say, probably four or five years ago now. I think. I think when they, yeah, about that long ago. And I was like, and then he took the thirty-two inch tube. He said, "I want to take that one upstairs." And I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I mean, I love Doug. He's he was a great neighbor, but holy crap! I said, he said, I owe you. I said, you ain't never gonna be able to repay this debt, dude. Well, and you see, I was uh, really happy because nine years ago, when I started at the school, they had the uh, the desktop computers and the CR monitor, uh, CRT monitors around there. So when we would empty out the classroom to clean it and wax it. We'd have to haul that stuff out. You had to haul the big tube out, and you had to haul the desktop out. Now. 
they have a few desktop computers around the school, but most kids have kids have netbooks, and it's just so nice not to have to haul out all that big honking stuff. And they finally got rid of. Uh, I think it was about two or three years ago. We had oh crap, probably about around a hundred CRT monitors and probably about that same number of uh, uh, desktop computers, CPUs laying around there. So, and they were all worthless. They were like 486s. They wouldn't even make good boat anchors. So what uh, they finally made um, a uh, Boy Scout troop in a town that's about an hour north of here was uh, salvaging these things. So we took a enclosed uh, trailer, a, was it a 12-foot trailer, I think it was. We had it like about 80% full of just monitors and computers and hauled them up there and unloaded them on a Saturday just to get them out of there. And and then they still got a bunch more to go, and I think they're getting rid of them somewhere. But, yeah, I was just so happy when CRT monitors went the way of the dinosaurs. But now they still have TVs around the school that they use for uh, hooked up to a – dvd or a vhs um yes we still have some vhs stuff out there yet uh and they'll wheel it around to the classroom i mean these things are big tvs and i'm waiting for them to die so they would get something smaller yeah no i know i that's one thing i was glad with computer monitors because it's it makes it easier to have what you have now by using lcds i still have the first lcd computer monitor i ever bought it still works fine um, but, uh, that was one thing cause I had a 19 inch tube monitor. Oh my God. The desk space that thing took up was just incredible. So I, I don't know if I can turn my computer so you can see it, but right behind me here. Yep. I see it. Yep. Great big old 20 inch, uh, cornerstone monitor. Uh, yeah, that sucks up most of desk space back there. And like I said, when I get the money to replace some of this stuff, it's you know a decent enough monitor. It's a little dark, but um, it's a decent enough monitor. But yeah, it sucks up a whole bunch of desk space back there, and you don't move this thing on a whim. I mean, it's not horribly heavy, but it's just awkward. You got to back out, and make sure the cables don't drag on anything, and yeah, uh, and I got a good got it at a good price. But yeah, someday I'll get rid of it. Yeah, I, well, I had uh, well, I had here at home too. I had a seventeen inch for a while too, and it started just getting blurry, and it was not my eyes. I checked, but it was not my eyes, and that thing weighed a freaking ton. But I can remember paying like four or five hundred dollars for that thing when I bought it because uh, it was just you know a seventeen inch monitor. Oh my God, who needs a seventeen inch monitor? A thirteen inch should be fine for anything you'd ever do, or a fourteen inch. And all this color nonsense. What's wrong with black and green? That's right. <laughs> Damn it. Get off my lawn. <laughs> so, oh, crap. We're getting old here. Yeah. Well, I think with the fact that we're getting old might be the place for us to, to step off and put on our, get our, you know, get our warm, comfy shoes on and, and settle in for the evening. So uh, I think that's a good place to, to end this, this wonderful show tonight. All of our ramblings and musings. Our, mu- our musings and our hernias and everything else that we've discussed. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell the listeners, Mike, where uh, they can find you? Yeah, I mean, I uh, 
I haven't been too bad with the shameless plugs, but um, I got a, a podcast I do called Sci-Fi Tech Talk, and uh, today we talked about flying cars and you know whether they're useful or not, and how they were uh, were presented in science fiction. Uh, so, but that can be found at SciFiTechTalk.com, and then I have my own podcast I do, Bard on the Plains, and. Um, with school starting everything, I've been on a little bit of a lapse here, but hopefully the next day or two I'm going to sit down and get one, uh, uh, finish it up and put out there about Revenge of the Nerds. Um, yes. Yes, and get that finished up. And uh, But that can be found on bardontheplains.blogspot.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at uh, – I'm, I'm DSC Chipman there on Twitter. So if you want to follow me and any of the, you know, loose moral stuff that apparently I talk about on there. You can uh, follow me there and uh, and comment if you wish. Well, that's good. And I strongly encourage our listeners, if you aren't already, to go out and follow Mike and have a listen to both of the shows that he regularly appears on, besides his very kind-hearted nature and to jump in here and help us out on the geekiest show ever. Uh, if you want to know more about the show, you can go to thegeekiestshowever.com there. And we'd really appreciate a review over on iTunes. We've gotten a couple recently, and we sure do appreciate those. But please feel free to go over and leave us a comment in iTunes, and we'd really like it. If you want to know more about me, I, as I say before, you can always, or as I say every week, I should say, is you can always find me on Twitter and sometimes over on app.net, both places. I'm B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, you'll find links to the other things that I do and participate in so we want to thank you for listening and we all wish mark well and that's it for this week and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek